Dad's buggy. She was grateful they didn't have far to go. Dad motioned to what was left of the barn they were passing. Take a look at the devastation from the tornado that hit this past winter. That terrible storm affected nearly everyone around these parts in some way or other. No one was killed, though, right? No, but some were injured, and the damage was great. Many, like Wayne's folks, lost their homes, barns, and shops. It's a good thing the house Wayne started building before he lost his leg didn't sustain any damage from the tornado, Dad said. Several of the men in our community finished it for him, and Wayne's folks have been living in it ever since. Will they continue living there after Lorraine and Wayne get married? Katie asked. Dad nodded. At least until their own house is done. Katie knew from some of the things Lorraine had said in her letters that she and Ada hadn't always gotten along so well. She wondered how things would be with them both living under the same roof. Look at the Chup's place, Dad pointed to the left. They've lost their barn, his buggy shop, and the house. Only those who've actually seen the destruction of a tornado like we had here can even imagine such a sight. Katie gripped the edge of the seat. I don't understand why God allows such horrible things to happen. He shrugged his broad shoulders. It's not our place to question God. His ways are not our ways. Katie clamped her teeth together in an effort to keep from saying what was on her mind. Dad wouldn't understand if she told him how angry she was with God for taking Timothy. He'd probably give her a lecture and say it was Timothy's time to die, as he'd said to her on the day of Timothy's funeral. Do you know how long you'll be helping at Lorraine's? Dad asked. Probably most of the day, since I'm sure there's a lot to be done before the wedding— you can come by sometime before supper and pick me up, or I can ask someone to give me a ride home. I don't mind coming back for you. I'll be here around four, okay? That's fine, but if we get done sooner, I'll just ask for a ride home. Sounds good. Dad guided the horse up Uncle Amos's driveway and directed him toward the barn. When they stopped at the hitching rail, Dad turned to Katie and said, Have a good day, and don't work too hard. You're looking kind of peaked today. I'll be fine, Dad. Katie climbed out of the buggy and headed to the house. She wasn't fine at all. It seemed strange being back here again. She'd only been gone from home a little over six months, but it seemed a lot longer. She noticed several people in the yard pulling weeds and planting flowers, but didn't see any sign of Lorraine or her folks. She figured they must be in the house. When she stepped onto the back porch, she drew in a shaky breath. She wished Grammy or Mom would have come with her today, instead of going shopping in Shipshawana. Katie figured since Mom and Grammy hadn't seen each other for several months, they probably wanted to spend some time alone. Just as Katie lifted her hand to knock on the back door, it swung open. Lorraine stepped onto the porch and gave Katie a hug. "'It's so good to have you home.' Danke for coming. It means a lot for me to have you and Ella as my attendants. Danke for asking me, Katie forced a smile. In some ways, it was good to be here, but she felt as out of place as a chicken in a duck pond. I just wish Jolene could be here, too. She's not coming? Uh-uh. Her aunt's been dealing with carpal tunnel on both her wrists, and she recently had surgery to correct the problem— Jolene thought it'd be best if she stayed in Pennsylvania to help out. That makes sense. But do you think Jolene will ever come back to Indiana? Katie asked. I hope so. 
Lorraine opened the door and motioned Katie inside. Ella and her sister Charlene are in the kitchen. We decided to have a snack before we head out to the barn to help decorate the tables for the wedding meal. When Katie entered the kitchen behind Lorraine, she saw Ella and Charlene sitting at the table. Ella jumped up, raced over to Katie, and gave her a hug that nearly took Katie's breath away. It's so good to see you. We've all missed you so much. Katie smiled. I've missed you, too. Would you like a glass of iced tea? Lorraine asked. Katie nodded and took a seat at the table. How about a piece of my sister's appetitlich friendship bread? Charlene motioned to the plate of bread on the table. I'm sure the bread's delicious, but I'm not really hungry right now. As skinny as you are, you ought to eat the whole loaf. Charlene's eyebrows lifted high. Are you sure you're not hungry? Katie shook her head. Ella shot her sister a look of disapproval, but Charlene didn't seem to notice.